Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this is In the Box, your weekly hockey pod with Walton Thomas. Um, we are in day 743 of the current um, pandemic lockdown thing here that we have going on. At least it feels like that. I would have taken the over if we were betting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just never ending. And everything gets as has been extended here in Michigan. Um, but, you know, you can go to we can go to bowling alleys and casinos and movie theaters. There's no concessions allowed at those places. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. Like I oh, Lions scored a touchdown. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Oh, Chase Daniels in the game. Oh. Uh, I wonder if that's injury or because you're down by 21 points in the fourth quarter with nine to go. I'm gonna go. I'm going. I'm gonna go with the latter on that one. Uh, believable. Very, very believable. Yeah. So, um, but uh, well, speaking of COVID here, uh, the Detroit. Um, not the, um, as I'm looking at the <laughs> the Lions. Nothing to do with Detroit right now. Okay. But uh, so the NHL. NHL, the players and the owners tentatively agreed, have agreed to to a comeback schedule that will that would have them resuming resuming in January, uh, January thirteenth to be exact. Um, that's a tentative deal right now. Um, now the thing that's up in the air is is how they're going to do divisions because they were just going to do an all Canadian division and keep all the Canadian teams in Canada so they can travel within Canada, but the Canadian government has basically told the NHL, yeah, we're not going to let that happen. Um, more, uh, more, more, more specifically, I know in BC, um, the, the health, the health officials in BC, they're not, they've already said they're not going to allow NHL teams to travel within the province. So you know that kind of hurts Vancouver. That well, not kind of one hundred percent does hurt Vancouver. One hundred percent. I mean, right, I mean, right now the their basketball, the Toronto Raptors, the basketball team, they're playing their home games down in in uh, Tampa. Mm-hmm. They're they're playing in Tampa down there for their home games because the, they weren't gonna they weren't gonna allow that. So, so now we went from a week ago having a very potentially exciting all Canadian division, which you know, which hey, you get some great rivalries, you get the Battle of Alberta going, get Toronto, Toronto, Montreal, old, old regional six matchups to kind of, well, if the Canadian teams can't play in Canada, what's the point of uh, having an all-Canadian division? And, mm-hmm. and, and now how does that affect the other divisions that you're going to have, that, that they were going to set up here with the American teams now? Yeah, I, I, I don't... <laughs> I, I, I don't want to judge... And it's not judging. It's just I don't understand the the thought process in Canada. And I understand that cases are going up, but it's not like is. I guess my question is just simply: is bringing what fifty people between players, trainers, coaches, front office people, flying fifty people from Toronto to Vancouver, really going to be that much more dangerous? Um, I guess. What is the is the concern basically going? Are you are you telling me that the concern is, well, you know the 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 Maple Leafs, or you know can they you know, 
Ontario team. I'm not picking on the Leafs, just any team in Ontario. Right. You know, Ontario team, all their, you know, with all the people that they're intermingling with now coming West. I, I don't know. I, you're right. It seems very, I don't know what that does or what that doesn't do. What, what, what you think you're saving, but you know, obviously we're also, you know, we're doing this show for Michigan and our leaders in this state have come under fire for some of the decisions they make. So in terms of logic, so though it doesn't jump out to me to make sense, I'm sure that they have reason behind it, but you're right. I mean, I don't understand, you know, I I've kind of been under the impression that that athletes are going to be the safest because the leagues are going to do the most testing. Right. You know, um, I got tested once. How many times do you think the average lion has been tested? How many times do you think the average red wing will be tested? Um, so on and so forth, just going through that number. And, and so that's what makes it a little weird is because you are going to have these, the, the very clear cut, um, you are going to have the athletes probably being the safest group of people. But I mean, if that's, you know, if they're really trying to get, sometimes I feel like it's the setting of the example, you know, if you watch a televised broadcast now, even play-by-play guys are wearing masks. And I feel like it's more or less, they're just trying to set an example. And maybe it's, it's just an idea of they want to look, if they, they want to clean up any sort of weird looks by saying, okay, everybody, you need to stay inside or you need to do this, that, and the other thing. But then here on television, we're going to put the, the, you know, the Canadians against the Jets, no masks on the ice. And maybe it's an optics thing. So, and, and I, that's what, that's what I think. That's how I feel. I think it, it makes it look kind of, well, because when, whenever you enter pro athletes into the equation for anything, right. Um, and the, the automatic assumption for most people when it comes to pro athletes is pro athletes, period, whether not just pro, but athletes, period, right. Get preferential treatment. Right. That, and that's, that's, everyone's immediate go-to is, oh, you're just doing, you athletes get whatever they want. I mean, we, you know, whether, whether that's true, is it true? Yes. And in some, in some instances, yes, it is. You, you do get some, uh, a little preferential treatment by being an athlete. Right. I'm not going to sit here and deny it and try to argue against it. You know, it's, it's just true. It, it is what it is. Sure. But, at the, and 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 then you hear people they always say oh the the, the million dollar athletes and blah, blah like complain about how much athletes are making as well how much sports athletes are making and all that 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 always comes into the equation whether it's valid or not because well they're making all that money because well we're putting that money into it right you know what I mean that's exactly. that's 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 how that works you know um so yeah for for me it's you know, if you if you are and by the way, shout out to our Canadian listeners. We have some Canadian listeners. Terrific. Shout shout out to, to you guys. I have a feeling I may have went to college with with one with one or two of them. They still count. Thank you for listening. And yeah, one of one of them may or may not be a, a Wayne State hockey legend. Talking about you, Ty. Shout hey. out or or uh, or Forgy. One of one of you guys. I, I'm I'm sure one of you guys are, are listening. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Forgy. Um, but. Like so, you can get, and we kind of talked. I brought this up before we came up, before we came on. But you can legitimately, if you're in, you can go to Toronto. Get on the if you're already in Canada, you can go to Toronto, buy a plane ticket, get on a plane, and travel to Calgary, yeah. and 
just and there's there's no repercussions in it. You you can just get it and go, and you you can go back and forth. And then when you get to Calgary, you can do whatever it is that that's open in Calgary. Right. But you know you can travel around Calgary, do do all the stuff there. I mean, I don't know what the situation in Calgary is right now as far as what's open and what's not. I know Toronto they they just shut down. They they kind of went back to lockdown with uh with dining and and with restaurants and stores again. But I mean, but you can, but you can do all that. Right. So why can't the athletes, you know, who are going to be on private, they're going to be on private planes. They're going to be tested more rigorously. As you brought up, they're going to be tested a ton more right. than any, than the average Joe blow out there. Yeah. You know, so what's the difference there? Why, why can't they do that? And, and I keep coming back to it's, it, it's the optics. It, it looks bad. If you allow that, if you, if you allow the athletes to go out and do that and they're getting tested and all that stuff. And, and, you know, you have the, the mom and pop general store down the road, they're, they're, they're going to go out of business. Right. You know? So, I mean, I feel like that's, that's the only thing that makes sense to me where I can say, okay, I, I get it in that respect. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, it, it's tough because it, you know, you, you hate to, you know, you don't, you do what you're comfortable with. It, it's kind of been my take for every, you know, for person A through, you know, person B, but when you're, when you're trying to make decisions for the masses, that is just so much more difficult to do. You know, like, like if, if you were to tell me, you know, in that you're going to, you know, you're, you're to, to Christmas dinner and there's going to be 20 people. Okay, do, cool. If that's what you're comfortable with, cool. You know, be safe, be smart, cool. But when you're, when you're the head of a government and you got to decide for a whole country, <laughs> it just gets so much more difficult. And, and though you're right. And it's just like, it feels like that's the same. Maybe the concern is, you know, if, if it's really going to be series, are these guys, you know, where you like Toronto's in Winnipeg to play three, three games in, in five days, are they worried about the athletes downtime? Because technically if they're not quote unquote in a bubble and they're not forcing those restrictions, what are they going to be finding the underground buyers? I don't, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know, right. but, but that's, I think just the, the idea, it, like I said, it's just the optics of the idea would be my guess. And, you know, and I, it, it makes sense to me why it's not an issue kind of, but you know, you also said it too, is that it's the British Columbia piece, you know, is it, is it the same issue in Toronto? Are the, do they not want the Leafs going? Are they not comfortable with that? Do, do we know? Because I mean, we had this discussion last week where, you know, here, you know, the wings would play at LCA in front of nobody. Meanwhile, you know, games in Dallas could very well have three to 5,000 people in it you know, 25% capacity. So, I mean, it's, everybody's just different and every read, you know, there's no consensus worldwide consensus, how we can barely get County consensus. So, you know, there's not going to be a worldwide consensus right, on, yeah. on how things should be done. And, and, you know, it's, it's funny too, because I, you know, last week I said, you know, sports are, aren't real and, you know, it's always, you know, they are, they're always going to get special treatment and, and, you know, and we're seeing even that's kind of falling through, you know, the sharks going to do their training camp in Arizona, Yep. you know, the, in, in a non-hockey related, they moved the Rose bowl because they couldn't get people in there. Yeah. 
you know, they moved, you know, I don't, they haven't decided what they're going to call it, but they basically said, all right, Rose Bowl, you're sitting out this year. So, I mean, people are, you know, there's a lot of really shuffling the deck and you just kind of yay sports and go sports. But at the end of the day, if it, it, you know, we might have the British Columbia teams playing in America or sitting out a season, which I'm sure will not be the case. But the problem is, is that, you know, the NHL wants to get going. And now this is something that's got to be worked out still. Yeah. And I mean, and, and now one, one interesting thing is so, so the NBA is, they're they their preseason started this week in NBA and and they're and so and they're set to go for the regular season set to start um I, I believe Tuesday Tuesday sounds right. Wednesday, I believe. sounds right um it's their regular season gonna get going and one of the things that was brought up is that and, and again this is where it is uh in Orlando they were looking at pop they were looking at how to get 4,000 people in, into the arena for, for magic home games. And I mean, and you, you got to know that other NHL teams that are in little more free States that are going to, yeah, whatever are, are going to be looking at that and looking to see how that's going to go. Oh yeah. You know, and I mean, now, now here we're here. If you live in Michigan, um, you're 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 not going to a live sporting event until the fall of 20, fall of 2021, right? Well, I mean, you're not going to have the opportunity to do that right. until the fall of 2021. Just move on and accept. I I, I don't foresee any any of that changing. Um, our, I mean, especially just based on the stance of of the governor here. Yeah. I mean, how. However you feel about her is how you feel about her. We're not a political show, so we're not going to go down that. We're not going to get too far down that rabbit hole. But, you know, I mean, here, like, I, you know, but down in Ohio, you know, you go to Browns game. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's so weird watching the sports that are going like, you know, go watch, you know, you watch. Even watching, you know, football yesterday, there was probably 20,000 in Georgia. It seemed, based on sound and just kind of the camera, it looked like there was 20,000 in the Georgia Dome for Florida, Alabama. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas, you know, the Michigan State played, you know, hosted Northwestern and they had 500 parents in there two weeks ago. I mean, just go flip through the channels now. I mean, like I said, on you know, it's Sunday, NFL Sunday. You know, I – you, there's, I don't, people, there's people at this Titans Lions game, and 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 I don't know if there's any state that there are no fans anywhere. I we might be the only state. I don't know if that. I don't. I'm not going to comment because I I don't know. But yeah. I mean, well, even, the, the Lions they 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 allowed uh family to to come in did. Thanksgiving right. and watch and watch the Lions uh do that. Yeah, right. Thanksgiving. Right. So I, mean, um, I feel like that's probably more more of a punishment than a, a reward at this point. True. Did you actually did you watch um I don't have the NFL network. Did you watch the Packer game? Cuz I feel like the last time I saw the the Packers play in Green Bay, I think they were empty. I don't think there was anybody at Lambeau. I think that that, that might be a state where and that's just the point I'm trying to make is that it's, it's just so different. So yeah, I, I won't be surprised at all is where I was going with this whole thing is if let's say in March, like I said, there's, there's nobody at LCA, there's nobody where the Kings play, or if the Kings no. are posting a game, there'll be nobody at the Staples center, but there'll then, be nobody in, in California period. 
Right. And then you're going to go to a game, you know, you'll watch Dallas and, and St. Louis and Dallas will have four to 6,000 in their stadium. And again, not saying what's right or wrong, just simply stating the fact that this is what, this is the world that we live in. Right. If, as soon as, you know, the NBA by kicking off first, if they start with the fans, I do think the NHL will follow the NBA. And what I, what I mean is I don't think the NHL will push for fans. I think they'll see if the NBA can make it work and then they'll be like, yeah, we'll do this too. But I couldn't even be wrong on that. Well, and, and just, uh, so, so quick update here. Um, as we're talking, um, the NHL, NHL and NHLPA officially announced an agreement for the 2021 season for, for the regular season to begin January 13th and conclude on May 8th. Okay. Um, that's when the regular season is set to end May 8th. Uh, so, oh, and, and they have the division realignment as of, as this is what, it, so per, this is poor sports, Per sportsnet.ca, this is what they have. So, and it, and it looks like they still haven't fully taken me up on my advice that I gave the NHL last week for uh, for for auctioning off the naming yeah. rights for the divisions. But so so the North Division is all your Canadian teams. The East Division: Boston, Buffalo, Jersey Islanders, Rangers, Flyers, Penguins, and Capitals. Your central division: Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Detroit, Florida, da- Dallas. So, it's, Minnesota got their wish. wish. Yeah. Wow. Dallas, Nashville, and Tampa. And then the West Division: Arizona, Anaheim, Colorado, Minnesota, L.A., Vegas, San Jose, and St. Louis. Well, I'm glad that Minnesota can be sixth in the West instead of sixth <laughs> in the Central. Good for them. Good for them. That's great. Dude, I. Like, yeah, like that's and and now what and so what they're saying as far as playoffs go, it will be top four teams from each, each division. So we called that. Yeah. I mean it just makes the most sense. Yeah, it does. I mean it really just makes the most sense. So and and I mean kind of piggybacking off what we talked about now, Flo- Florida added some firepower. We'll get we'll we'll get to that momentarily. But I mean, hey, look Detroit, they they can they they got a chance. They they got a puncher's chance to, yeah. to make some noise and and possibly go to and possibly make it into the playoffs. Well, and and because you know as we said, it's it's pretty clear. I think we're going to be looking at Tampa and Carolina going to be fighting for the division. I, I feel pretty clump, comfortable saying Columbus will be three. And you know the only reason why there's still some question marks around around Dallas is you know Bishop and and Sagan. Well, they were going to miss five months. I don't remember when the, you know, yeah. they were going to be out five months. I don't remember when, you know, that was per, when that clock started, but yeah, so I that mean, start. Oh, well, I think Sagan, he got, he got surgery last month. Okay. So November, so, yeah. April, so I mean, he's looking out, you know, in early April, let's say. Um, and then Bishop's out. I think it was a five month timetable for him too. Um, obviously Hugh Dobin showed in the, in the postseason that he can, he can really carry a team. But I mean, in the regular season, you're going to be playing a lot of games and a lot of days you figure. Cause I mean, let's face it. If you said that's what uh, February, March, April, May. So you're going to fit 56 games in four months. Um, you're going to be playing a lot of hockey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um with great again, no complaints on on my part. But just to get back to, the, I mean, you 
a, a bad, a five game losing streak could, could kill your whole season. Two bad weeks or a two week injury. And I mean, that's, you could lose four games and, and, you know, four to four to six games in two weeks could kill you. So yeah, punch your chance. That's about right. Yeah. So, and I mean, I mean, in the NHL, they're going to, they've already kind of, they've already come, come right out and said they're going to be um, very strict as far as travel protocols and everything and players going city to city. I mean, it's, I mean, and here's the thing. I, I, and it's going to be interesting because you no, know, Vegas are not going to get that good, that good home ice advantage that they get in Vegas. You know, players aren't going to be getting the Vegas flu. Well, they, you know, they, it's funny because, you know, there was some studies or stats or some posting and things that I heard, you know, up through week 10, the, the road teams in NF, uh, you know, had outscored the home teams in the NFL. And, and, you know, you just go to some, you know, watch some of these muted college games. I mean, Again, it. I feel like the 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 fan <laughs> Vegas is obviously a different animal, but I feel like the the fan piece in the NHL is is maybe less. But I do think in terms of momentum, that's where the most the fans will, will weigh in. I mean, there's no like signals or snaps that you're trying to hear or that you'll be able to hear clearer. But right. but uh, yeah, gonna be in, gonna be interesting to, to be sure. Yeah. So um. So with that, I mean, now again, we we don't know what's going to happen with this with the Canadian teams where they're going to be playing. Um, but you know, if they're they're starting January thirteenth, they've agreed. So that means camps should be opening up next week. I would think so. Right after Christmas, between yeah. the Christmas and New Year, I would think. Yeah. So, so hey, here we go. We're we're getting closer and closer to not have to search for content to talk about anymore, right? and not talk about the same things over and over. What well, a joy it, that's going to be! It, it was. It looks like just doing a search. I mean, this news just came out, so it's. I'm sure not. Uh, it's it's not been decided, but yeah, as recent as two days ago, it was the discussion that um, Canadian teams may play in the U.S. So. I don't know. Now that we have a final schedule or a finalization, it'll be interesting to see if in the next day or two we hear whether or not, you know, it's announced that it's going to be like, <laughs> what, what did I send you? The South Bend Maple Leafs or whatever yeah. <laughs> that be, or if they're going to be able to stay in, in Canada and play there. The Madison Jets. Yeah, that was one of them. I remember that. Uh, I, was, yeah. I was actually proud of those off the top of my head. No, it was the Alabama Huntsville Maple Leafs. Oh, there it is. Yeah. The Alabama Huntsville. <laughs> Alabama Huntsville. And they can have fans. Because I just think that sounds amazing. But hey, good. You know, like you said, we got we got an okay. We're ready to go. 56 games, January 13th. God bless. We'll see some hockey. Yeah. Let's get after it. Amen. Right. So um, well, speaking of hockey news, um, one of the teams that, that will be in the Red Wings division are the Florida Panthers. And they just added, they signed Anthony DeClaire to a one-year deal. Um, declare really kind of bet, really just betting on himself here. Um, he he turned out an offer from the Ottawa Senators for more money and 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 longer term. He he joins he joins the Panthers for one one year one point seven million dollar deal, which seems like a steal for a twenty goal guy. Yeah, and especially in today in in this day and age of the NHL, but uh, De- declares betting on himself. He, he's a player that um, you know, he's still he's only, he's only twenty five. Yeah. 
He's only feels like he's been around a long time. It feels like he's been a lot of places. Yeah, he has been. Yeah. I mean, he's originally uh, a, a Rangers draft pick and was traded was was involved in the deal that sent him to the Coyotes, and then he had a great he had a great year at the Coyotes, put up twenty goals. Him and Max Domi looked like Coyotes were going to be great, and then he he fell off a bit, and then Domi fell off a bit, and he gets traded to Columbus. And had a stop in Chicago in there, you know. Just what is that? Is that six teams before his twenty fifth birthday? And now, and then, and then Ottawa, and now he signs in Florida. So, I mean, that, I, that's six. Did you say six? Yeah, Rangers, Coyotes, Blackhawks, Blue Jackets, Senators, and now the Panthers. Yeah, six teams before your twenty fifth birthday. Wow. I hope they let him keep the jerseys at least. <laughs> yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. He was traded to Chicago from Arizona. So traded from New York to Arizona, from Arizona to Chicago, from Chicago to Columbus, from Columbus to Ottawa. <laughs> and now signing as a free agent in Florida for one year. Yeah. Which I mean, he's, he's been be all, I mean, he's been east, west, south. <laughs> I seriously My man is traveling. He's been he's been in the Midwest. I mean, he's you know, <laughs> watch him get drafted by Seattle. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, that would. Ugh. Well, we'll we'll once once we I can't wait till we um to till we get closer for that to to look at pretend the the players who are going to be available for that expansion draft there because that's going to be fun to look at and guess. The the other thing that's going to be fun in the next. Now, what, 7, 14, 20 days, the free agent flurry. Yeah. More the restricted free agent flurry. Yeah, well, I mean, now, well, and, and also, well, now, now that we have a for sure start date, be on the lookout for, 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 for trades as well for teams to try to become cap compliant. Yeah. There's been, there's been some Red Wing, uh, I don't know how real it is or if it's just got writers writing, but Red Wings and I saw them linked to Pacioretty. I saw them linked because they have cap space and the Knights don't. Yeah. So E Knight is going to be linked to the Red Wings right now. Yeah. <laughs> so keep an eye out because that's been something I've seen a lot of. Yeah. Um, so another NHL news here. Uh, Stanley Cup champion Alex Steen announced his retirement this week. Um He's got he's been around for for quite a while. Um, back injury pretty pretty much put puts him down. Um, won a cup with the Blues, originally a Maple Leaf draft pick. Um, so Alex Saint calls it a career. Now that opens up a little. That opens up some room for the Blues now. Who and one name that's linked to Saint that's linked to the Blues is uh Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Is is Blues potentially signing signing Mike Hoffman to to a uh, to to a deal? Now apparently, um, the Blues were really were, were in were in on Hoffman when he was with when he was in Ottawa before he got dealt from Ottawa. They they were in on him and they were they were looking at him and and they were very interested in it, but they just couldn't get a deal done. Now it, it looks like they might be able to pull something off here and possibly bring him in. And how much better does that make the St. Louis blues? Yeah. No kidding. Got the goal scoring ability of Mike Hoffman. So the blues, I just, 
because I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm saying this right because Cat Friendly's got things weird. So, yeah, okay. So, the Blues basically, okay, so they have, because they have Tarasenko and Steen on long-term IR. is Because, is, obviously, you won't let anybody retire. You just put them on long-term IR yeah. um, for the cap for the cap protection of it. They're going to have, I mean, the Blues are going to be, believe it or not, probably about a solid 11 million under the cap. Now, granted when Tarasenko comes, gets healthy, there's seven and a half of it, but that's definitely a good little chunk of cash that they can offer them. And then what'll be, well, they still have to sign Vince Dunn. That is true. And he is not going to be, it's not a, that's not a million or $2 or one or $2 million signing. That's going to, I could, that's going to cost some money. Yep. Or, or, you know, just trade him to Detroit. Sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Stahl yeah. for Vince Dunn, straight up. Let's go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Done. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I we would do that trade, right? Of course. Well, yeah. I'm I'm very confident that Doug Armstrong would not. <laughs> like you would do it, I would do it. I'm sure Steve Eiserman would do it. But Doug Armstrong, I don't think he would. But we can, one can always dream. When you hit record, you were saying something about Vince Dunn and we would do that trade, but. Uh, yeah, well, I was saying uh, we would do that trade, but Doug Armstrong wouldn't. Yeah, no, that's probably. that's a, you, you would do it, I would do it, Eisenman would do it, but Doug Armstrong would not. Unless you take, see, any trade is possible. If you're taking a bad contract along with it, although I don't know if the Blues really have a bad contract that they would want to dump in addition to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who is that? I mean, because I mean, look, looking at the Blues, I mean, maybe Braden Shen just because of the length of it. Yeah, they don't really have a lot of albatrosses on that contract. I mean, your your I mean, other long term contracts are your long term contracts are Braden Shen. Justin Falk and Tory Krug, and and all all three of those are six point five. That's not terrible. I mean, Marco Scandella for three two because at thirty, would that be something that you'd want to to dump? I don't know if you would or wouldn't, but that would be. I don't think that's enough. I don't. I don't think you you sweeten that deal with Vince Dunn because you'd have Vince Dunn replacing Marco Scandella, who you traded to save the money to right. sign Dunn. So that's <laughs> that deal is not going to happen. Well, yeah, I mean, I was just. I have to say crazy things. Every day, every team. Listen, nope. <laughs> I think you you say it probably once a month, not once a week, but I'd say once a month. You tell us you do a great job of reminding us Wayne Gretzky was traded. So who can't be traded? Exactly. For the right reason or the right need or create the right cap space or the right amount of drafts picks, anybody can be dealt. Right. Yeah. No. No one's untradeable. Always. Yeah. Always remember that. No one. No one is untradeable. Um, and also, so a little bit of a downer here. Um, Go until we're not going again. All right. So anyway, as I was saying, um, Henrik Lundqvist announced this week that he would not be playing this season. Um, he will sit out at least this season with a heart condition. Um, he put out a very, very uh, emotional uh, post on on his uh, social media. Um it's really unfortunate too. And you know, we we 
hear things like heart condition. I mean, I immediately go back to, you know, back 2000, 2005, 2006 season with uh, Yuri Fisher here in Detroit. You know, he, he, he collapsed on a bench and his career was over right when it was getting started. And, you know, you always kind of have a, and that's one of those players I've always kind of had a, what if, yeah. Like what if Yuri Fisher doesn't, I mean, much like Vlad, much like Vlad, like what if that doesn't happen? He Um, was really coming into his own. He was really coming into his own. But now, now that kind of leaves a bit of a hole for the Capitals because they have Elias Samsonov, uh, the, the young 20, young, uh, 23 year old goalie there, but it's mm. <laughs> right. Well, when you have a, when you have a roster, that's that good. And that, I don't want to say the window's closed, but the window isn't wide open. No. Um, you know, there was a, the first, you know, the first of many, 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 many Seattle mock drafts that we're going to see actually had TJ Oshie going to um, Seattle. So if, you know, once they start losing pieces, it'll probably fall apart quickly. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you'd hate to see that obviously, but um, yeah, very, very interesting. Uh, um, puts, puts Washington interest. Although, you know, there's, I still kind of feel like in the back of my mind, Mark Andre Fleury is is a wild card that will be dealt. Mm, yeah. It's still the, like I don't see come playoff time, Mark Andre Fleury and um, Robin Leonard both being Vegas Golden Knights. So, I, you know that that would be the one guy that's still out there that I think is is kind of that everybody's heard about um, that was kind of always projected to be dealt, but still hasn't been yet. So that's kind of the last goalie domino to fall. Yeah. And I mean, and, and moreover, just away from the hockey aspect of it, just as a human being, um, I hope, I I truly hope that this is just a, a, a a slight issue just for this season. And he can come back and, and have his, and have his swan song, have his goodbye season that he, that he right, rightfully deserves. Absolutely. Um, Because I, he is Henrik Lundqvist. I I don't think any, you're, anyone's going to argue with me when I say this. He is one of arguably one of the best goalies of the last twenty years in NHL. Yeah, I don't I don't think I think that's that's that. very. I mean I mean and you know if you want you want to go back since since he first broke into this to the league his rookie year was oh five oh oh six. Um, I mean it, he and Carey Price. Are, are the two goalies that really that, that jump out to you right away, especially in terms of consistency? Too. Yeah, like, I mean, because I mean, you, you have Mark Andre Fleury, but he had those he had those down years where it was kind of mm, yeah. iffy. And you know, Lundqvist and Price, you knew. I mean, I mean, hell, they I I I joked I joke about I joke about it all the time. Every time Detroit and, and the Rangers played, and it was Howard and Lundqvist taking on each other, the final score was going to be two one or one nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? was, which was funny because I mean, you were I mean, like seriously, like five straight years they played in in the Garden. It was three. It was three two. I mean, I think we had one three two game in there, and everything yeah. else was was two one. And you're just like, oh yeah, Rangers. I'm like. Oh come on! I'm sure that that's you're faking. And then I went to look it up, but it was like the last three or four times before that. Well, yeah, because one of those <laughs> so things funny. like you, 
you, if you say it out loud, you're like, that, that, that can't, that there's no way that can be right. Right. Walt's making a haha, and then you look and realize, oh, Walt's being a hundred percent spot on correct. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, that that's not just me going, huh? <laughs> you know, in, in my in my in uh, my wishful thinking land, like, no, like that that's an actual thing. That is an actual thing. It's crazy to think about, but yeah. But you're right. You do hope that he he's able to come back. I I always I don't want to say I find it weird, like weird, like in terms of like I, I question it and don't believe it. It's just. It's odd how, you know, a professional athlete who's obviously been at the, you know, top of his craft for so long, and now there's a heart condition. Like, what what happens in that scenario? Like, what's, what you know, was it always there? Does it just something that developed? You know, it's it's the thing with, like, the, the one that always sticks out to me was Marion Hosa all of a sudden being allergic to hockey equipment. Yeah. You remember I mean, that? I mean, yeah, I mean, you can. The weirdest story that I think I had ever heard in my entire life. Where he I mean, suddenly was allergic to his to equipment and couldn't wear it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, here's the thing. It like issues. Issues can just randomly pop up at you, um, like health wise. You know. So I, I'm, you know, my myself, prime example. Uh, my entire life from from I don't from the time I was born till I was 19 years old. Bananas were my favorite fruit. All of a sudden, one day, I'm I'm definitely allergic allergic to bananas now. Really? And then at 25, I became allergic to apples. At 26, I became allergic to <laughs> to cherries. Like you know. Wow. And and now at, at 36, I'm I I'm 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 have difficulty uh, with grapes now. And you still can't do any of the other ones, huh? Yeah, no. It's not it's, like it it's, reversed somehow. Yeah, it's just really weird, man. So that is really weird. So I mean, th- things can jump up at you, sure, out of nowhere. So I, you know, but, but again, f- ho- hopefully he can he recovers and and he can play one. If, even if he can't play, you know, non non hockey aspect. Uh, ho- hopefully, a nice recovery and Lundqvist can live a nice long post uh post hockey life there agreed 100 percent. could not agree with that sentiment more all right so with that a little bit like i said a little bit of a downer but you know it's still news yeah still news and you know and and we we like and we like lundquist on this show i mean i don't think there's a soul out there who yeah. doesn't like Henrik Lundqvist? Like, is there are a big group of people that right. Like, you said, <laughs> like is there he, a group of people that don't like Henrik Lundqvist? I'd be interested to know what that group looks like. Yeah, like, and if you had a problem with Henrik Lundqvist, you have a problem with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're you're, you're, you're like it is. Well, yeah, you're, you're clearly just an awful person. Um, oh, hey, wow, you really went for it. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, All right. I said yeah. no, you said it. You own it. Yep, good for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> no problem no problem you own it you said it it happened yeah, we'll move it along from there and and if you got a you got a problem with that no. <laughs> right well played so um herrick herrick lundquist one interesting thing about him is uh he played back all the way back in 2002 represented team sweden in world juniors yeah good job with your <laughs> proud of you 
See where I'm going here? See where I'm going yeah. here? <laughs> yes, he um as I as I pull up his numbers, so it he actually represented Sweden in 2001 and 2002. Uh posting a th- 2001, three seven games, three and four with a 186 goals against and a 928 save percentage. That's pretty good. And yeah. then um the following year he went three, two and two in seven games. Um 215 goals against 906 save percentage, including one shutout for Team Sweden. Not bad. A little bit of World Junior. Now, now I said I've been I've been teasing this for a few weeks now. Um about my my personal top 10 list. Uh top 10 world junior teams of the last 20 years. All the like so I went all the way back to 2000 and up to uh this past year. <sighs> it was it's it's a fun list. It's a fun list. I actually I had fun making a list and going back and and looking at the players and uh looking at teams and doing and doing and doing that doing the whole thing and it was fun for me. I enjoyed it. I'm sure no one else would even venture off to even want to do it. And I don't blame you. Listen, <laughs> well, listen, I, the, I think the, the, the closest thing I can – listen, I enjoy my NHL rosters as much as anybody. So playing, moving players and making those trades. So we all have our thing, and this is yours, and I got no problem with it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not apologize. I will not apologize for 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 it right. at all. But you know, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> True. Nor should you. Nor should you. And 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 I'm going to be honest with you here. There there are there are going to be. It's a little bias. Some some bias are are in here because. But again, it's my list. You don't like it, then make your own list. <laughs> make your own damn list if you don't yeah, like it. Because that's how it works. <laughs> Every list is biased. That's why it's a list. Exactly. Exactly. See, yeah, you, you, you're, 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 duh. All right. So I um, hate you, buddy. I'm with you. So we're going to, I'm going to kick it off and get, jump right into it. Uh, number 10, I have the 2007 uh, Team USA. Now, in the prelim, preliminary round, they went one, one, and one. Um, they lost two to one to Canada in a shootout in the semis, and then they beat Sweden two one to win the bronze that year. Um, they're top. They're, you want you want to take a guess? Just take a guess as to um, who USA's leading scorer was in that tournament. Two thousand seven. I can give you a hint if you would like me to give. I can give you a hint. Two thousand seven. Kane would not have been Kane would have been drafted by then, right? 2007? No, it was Patrick Kane. Was it Patrick Kane? Um, he was second. Oh, okay. So at least I got somebody. <laughs> I'm happy enough. I got somebody that's on the team. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna leave right there. I'm gonna be like, nope, that's my guess. Go ahead. All right. So uh the the leading the leading point getter for Team USA, defenseman Eric Johnson. Led the way with ten oh. points, uh, four goals, six assists for Team USA. Patrick Kane, as you mentioned, he had five goals, four four assists for nine points. So he was second on the team in points. He led the team in scoring. Um, other some other notable players on that team: Jack Johnson, um, okay. three goals, three goals in the tournament. Justin Alvocator, 
had there two assists and is on ninth as, as a 19 year old in, in, in the world juniors. Uh, other players on this team, James Van Riemsdyk, Kyle Ocposo. Um, I mean, Blake Jeffrey on the son of Boom Boom uh, Jeffrey on uh, sure. Jeff Freeze. Play Does was it was a net for he was in goal for USA okay. along with uh Jeff Zakoff. They they both split time um in between the pipes. So Jeff Zakoff actually random side note has a really attractive sister. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh also other players on the team. Nathan Gerby had six assists um for team USA. And that title with with most assists on the team with Eric Johnson, they both had six. And also Jack Skilly had a, had six points, uh, goal and five assists. I think he spent so, some time in Florida. Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah. So um. So yeah, Team USA in a losing effort. Now I did say it, not every team was going to be gold medalists. So because yeah. that's boring. That's no fun. All right. You're right. So from. From one team that that lost to Canada to another team that lost to Canada, two thousand five, Team Russia. Okay, two thousand five, number team nine, two thousand five, Team Russia. Now this is a this this is a this is a you look. This, now I said last week there's going to be some teams you're gonna I'm gonna you're gonna I'm gonna name off some names you're gonna say how the hell did they lose. Um, sure. This team, they were led by some by some nineteen year old kid named Alexander Ovechkin. I think I'm saying I've that. I've heard right. of him. That is a name I've heard of. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, they were led by him and his seven goals in the tournament, seven goals, four assists in that tournament. Now they went three one. They went they went three one and zero oh in in the prelims. They lost in a gold medal game, so they so they took home the silver. But they got okay. dominated six to one by Canada and team in, in 2005. Um, that team's going to come up again. Don't worry about it because you'll, you'll understand. But yeah, I'm thinking some of the names that might have <laughs> that would have been around at that point. Uh, I could see how they would have struggled. Yeah. Um, so and then the se- second second on that team in scoring, uh, some other guy. Um, if Jenny Mal- Malkin Malkin sure. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think that's how you say his name. Three goals, ten points for him. Um, a, an, another player on that team, Alexander Radulov. May have heard of him. He he did some stuff uh, this fall for for the Dallas Stars. He he he's turned out to be pretty okay at hockey. That's a pretty good line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Radulov also, on the left, Malkin down the middle, and Ovechkin on the right. Yeah. Like have a time, guys. <laughs> yeah, that that doesn't suck. And they were led in net by by uh, Radulov's teammate uh, Anton Kudobin. Okay. As as he played goal for that team, Russia team, he had a three two record, a two seventy three goals against, and a nine zero seven save percentage. Not super flashy, but you know, got into the gold medal game. <laughs> It was the exact same player he would turn out to be his entire career. Is yeah, right. what that sounds like. Yeah, it's just not flashy, but not terrible. You know. <laughs> yeah. No difference there. He got us there. Yeah, that's that's about right. But I mean, and Ser- Sergey uh, Shirokov Sh- Sh- was 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 also on that team. He had four goals, four assists. He had eight points. He he was 
so that's your top three in scoring. Ovechkin, Malkin, and Shirokov. Um, two two out of three of those guys are in our future Hall of Famers. Yeah. Um, without question. Without question. No <laughs> First doubt. ballad. Sure as can be. So when, when the time comes when Ovechkin finally decides to hang it up in 10 years, um, do, do, do does a Hawk Hall of Fame, do they circumvent the rule where you, where you have to wait? They just say, all right, yeah, you go in this year. If is he, he going right away? If he catches Gretzky, yes, I bet he does. I feel I feel like even he doesn't catch Gretzky. I feel like I mean he's he's legitimately probably the greatest goal pure goal scorer that that's ever been in NHL. Has anybody? So I'm, I think I'm going to. Has anybody else circumvented the weight that you can Gretzky think of? did. Well, well, thank you. <laughs> I mean his numbers retired by the league, yeah. so yes, I think that's fair that he was he circumvented. But is there anybody else that that didn't get the weight? Didn't have to wait. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. I then I think he'd have to pass Gretzky to get there. I mean, that's which is, I, I mean, think that's he'd have fair. To pass Gretzky to be able to first. He's uh, not as fair. fun, but I think that's going to be the part. He's just like, all right, yeah, yeah. Here, here's your spot. Oh, oh, Ovechkin, you're retired. Okay, um, so you're in the Hall of Fame now. <laughs> you go. Yeah, well. There, honestly, there's some people that I do kind of question. Why do we? Why, what? What are we doing here? Why are we actually having this waiting thing? I mean, I yeah. understand why we have to, but seriously, why are we doing it? But that's really, I guess, neither here nor there. All right. So now, number eight, zooming in to number eight, the 2016 Team Finland. 2016 Finns. Okay. This 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 is where it's going to be fun. This is where it gets fun here. All this, right. This this is where it gets fun. All right, so that 2016 Finland team, they uh, they would go on to win the gold. They and they, they were they were the home team. They, they were the home team. Um, they were the whole, not the home team, but the host. They were the host nation that that season. Um, not that season, but that tournament. And <laughs> so their 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 road to the gold. They beat Canada. In a quarterfinal, six to five, and then they beat Sweden two to one in the semis, and then beat Russia four three in the gold medal game in overtime. Wow, three one goal wins. Yeah, way way to be, guys. Yeah, um, right. living on the edge. Now the player who scored the overtime winner, you may have heard of him, uh, Kasperi Kapanen. Yes. Yeah, you, you, that, that's a name that I can. Yeah, <laughs> name is familiar, right? Yep. Like, oh, yeah, I know who that guy is. I do know that so, name. So check, so check this out. This is th- these these are these are notable players from Team Finland. Okay, from that year. All right, they were led. They were led. Now, they were led in scoring, and also, and th- this player also led the tournament in scoring. Jesse Puarvi, five goals, twelve assists. Okay. And then, and then Sebastian Ajo, five goals, nine assists. Oh, he's yeah. There's yeah. a name. I know that name. Yeah, and and then Patrick Line, seven goals, six assists. <laughs> oh, good God! Okay. So, so yeah, in, in case you were wondering, good. yes, that that was their top line. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, other players on this team, Oli Uolevi, he had nine assists. He was drafted by Vancouver Canucks, defenseman who who who's. Ex- who should really get, get a great shot this season. I'm expecting him to, to really 
breakout this year for the Canucks. Um, Miko Rantanen, you, you're familiar with his work? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no one has this team won. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Two goals, three assists. Lainey, Jesus. Yeah, Lainey, uh, Rantanen, and Anaho, huh? Yeah. Okay. And Rantanen wasn't even on the first line. He wasn't a top line guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good God. I already mentioned Casper uh, Kapanen, who got the game winner in the gold medal game. He had... Yeah, five points, two goals for five points. Uh, Dallas Stars player Rupi Hintz, three goals and an assist in that tournament. And yeah. and former Red Wing prospect uh, Via Savari, the defenseman, he had four assists in that tournament and played very well, looked really good, not out of place in that tournament at all, playing on the blue line against um, his th- his top peers. So, I mean, yeah. Um, was this all – Sammy Naiku, isn't he one of the players likely to make the Jets? Or am I looking at the right year? Yep, I think I'm yeah, looking at the yep, right year, right? Yep. Yeah. He's another guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I remember when I told you I was, I was going to say names of players, or you're going to go, holy crap, they're all together? <laughs> yeah. I, that That's what makes this fun for me. I'm like, God, what a uh, – yeah, let's put Ajo <laughs> with Brandon and uh, Captain Speed and, yeah, Line A just shooting the puck as well. Uh, yeah, they're going to be Line okay. A shooting the lights out, yeah. That's not going to suck, that's for sure. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> probably going to win some games. Oh, yeah, 100%. Not not probably going to win. So definitely going to win the yeah, tournament. Yeah, going to be champions on second thought. <laughs> All right. So now we go into number seven. Number seven, 2004, Team Canada. Now they went four. They went four and zero, undefeated during the qualifying or during the preliminary round. Didn't lose a single game until until they got to the gold medal game. Now Canada's uh, trip road to the gold medal game. They beat they they got they they got a first round bye from the quarterfinals to the semifinals where they met the Czech Republic and beat them mercif just beat them senseless seven to one, and then they met the United States of America in a gold medal game and lost four to three. America, America, f yeah, yeah, buddy. Now this 2014 Canada. They were led by Nigel Dawes, six goals, five assists, 11 points. Anthony Stewart, now current uh, hockey, hockey night analyst for, uh, for, for TSN, uh, five goals, six assists for 11 points. Jeff Carter, five goals, seven points, was also on his team. Ryan Getzlaff, six points, three and three. Brent Burns. Yes, that Brent Burns, six assists. Playing up front. Um, and Mike Richards, also on this team, he had five points. Uh, former Michigan Wolverine great Jeff Tambellini, five points as well for for Canada. Um, Dion Phaneuf, two goals, two assists, four points in the tournament for this team. And then some – and then – but the thing that stands out most about this team Canada team, this 2004 team, they had this 16-year-old kid on their team which doesn't happen like 16 year olds don't make world junior teams unless they are exceptional. Um, this kid, his name was Sidney Crosby. Yeah, that's I'm looking. 
He so, had five points. <laughs> defensively. <laughs> Braden Coburn. Yep. Seabrook. Yep. Kevin Klein, who had a, a, a pretty solid NHL career. Yep. And Josh, Josh Georges as well, in addition to the guys that you mentioned in Phaneuf and uh, – and uh, or in addition to Phaneuf, I was going to say Burns. Well, Brett Burns is listed as a forward. Yeah, he was a forward. Yeah, he was a forward. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is a team that they had Crosby as their third line behind Gitzloff and Carter up front. <laughs> yeah. And they did, they lost. I, I they did win. Leave. And they that's did. the thing. They did not win. They, they lost. They did not win, right? They lost to the Americans. Yeah. And, and they also had Marc Andre Fleury in goal. That's what a roster. And and you had a Grand Rapids Griffin great Derek Meach on the blue line as well. He was a Grand Rapids Griffin great. Never really a Red Wing great, but boy, was he a Grand Rapids Griffin great. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, you look at the talent on that team, and it's like it's it's literally it's a who's. I mean, almost every like a lot of these players have Stanley Cups, right? Like or or play like like, like not like not cup cups plural. Yeah. Or have played for, or have played for a cup. Well, Dion Phaneuf is, is the exception, but I mean, I Daniel Pae. I didn't he wasn't he on the 2010 Flyer team? Yeah, that played for the cups. That yeah. played that went to the Cup Finals. Maybe did he? He played in Boston. He might have won one in Boston. The next, that's what it was. It was the 11. He he won one in Boston. I beg your pardon. Okay, he did not. He wasn't on the Flyers team. He was never a Flyer. I was wrong on that. But he, it was Boston I, that I got confused with. Yeah, definitely a Stanley Cup champion via the Bruins. Yeah, so I mean, it's, I mean that that's that's just a loaded roster. Sure is of just talent. Well, wow. we this was and this was just six. You said this, we're up to six, right? Yep. There's five teams better no, than this. No, one. sorry, that was the, they were number seven. Six teams better than this. This is well, this is well number six. Is is the team that beat this great team? Okay, two thousand four Team USA. Now Team USA, they rolled through this tournament as well, undefeated in in the um and in, in the in the in the prelim in the prelim round. Um, they they rolled out perfect four and zero. They beat Finland two one in the semifinals, and then they beat Canada four to three. Um, get used to hearing me say USA beating Canada for gold medals. By the way, just yeah. It's- just, I'm just putting that out there because it's going to come up again. Um, now, this team was led by Z- this player named Zach Parise. Yeah, okay. Five goals, 11, 11 points in the tournament. Patrick Eves, he had he had six points, a goal and, fi- a goal and five assists. James Wisniewski, whose career was just, just really cut short because of injuries. Yeah. Um, he had four points. Ryan Kessler, three goals for three points on his team. Um, now and 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 that is is where it really stands out. Al Montoya, he posted a 1.3 goals against and a 944 save percentage with two shutouts. And it, you're, you're, you're just, wondering, I, it just never translated for him. I, yeah, he just I don't he, he was just a career backup in the NHL for for a long time there. But, I mean, you know, you, you, where you're posting numbers like that in, in the World Juniors, a 133. 
you know, he and he he was the best goalie in this in the tournament that year by you know by a pretty not not a huge not a huge amount, but by a pretty reasonable amount. And I mean, the only goalies that the only other goalies in this tournament that are of note are well mentioned Mark Andre Fleury, but Euro Halak had himself a little tournament this year too in two in two thousand four for uh, Slovakia. Mm. But yeah, Al Montoya he was he was voted the uh, the gold the best goalie of the tournament. Um, Zach Parise actually won MVP for the ter- for the tournament that year as well. There are a lot of really like. Mid, I don't want to say middling because that's got such a negative connotation. But Mark Stewart played in the league for a long time. Matt Carl played in the league for a long time. Matt Hunwick played in the league for a long time. You mentioned Ryan Suter, right? Yes, you definitely mentioned Ryan Suter. Um, uh, Drew Stafford and David Booth each played in the league for a long time. Um, Booth's career cut short by injury. And Brent Sterling, I don't know how long he played, but he definitely played too. Yeah. So, I mean, where and and like you name all those players and you named a lot of good players guys who had tenure in NHL and and then you and we named off all the players that were on the on the that Canadian team that they beat and it's they weren't guys who just stuck around in NHL they're <laughs> they're bona fide stars in NHL and you know and and any given night you know it's, it's all it takes yeah well but uh, you know at eighteen. And, you know, you 16 year old Crosby was only 16. And then, you know, these guys at 18, although Parisi Kessler down the middle, man, that's, that's as good as uh Gitzloff and Carter. Oh, that's 100, yeah. sure. especially I mean, at you, that age. Wow. I mean, you, you take those, you, you take that as your, as your, as your one, as your one and two centers. Sure would. I mean, even as recently as two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Know. And again, I mean, injuries more knocked off a lot of these America. I mean, yeah. Eves, Kessler and, and Booth would probably also be playing big minutes if it weren't for an injury. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hey, team USA comes in at number six. Now we're in the top five. All right. Here we this go. This is going to get game time. All right. 2008 team Canada. Okay. They are, they, they are, uh, I have them cl- listed as my, my number, uh, my number five team. Oh, good God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good God. Oh, good God. I just scrolled further. <laughs> this, this team could win a cup. Yeah. So, uh, Canada, so they, they went perfect through the, through the prelims four and zero. Um, they had a plus 13 goal differential. I mean, it's, you know, this, you know that that team played very okay, I guess. Um, now they won the gold. Uh, they beat Finland in the quarterfinals four to two. Then they knocked off the U.S. and just really made me a very angry person um, four to one in the semis. And then they needed overtime, but they got the job done and they beat they beat Sweden three to two in overtime to capture the gold medal. Um, uh, okay. I'm going to name off a bunch of players who played on, on team Canada, but Matt Holishuk got the game winning goal. <laughs> that would have not been one of the names you yeah, would have. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> so, um, 
What were you going to say, Thomas? I, like they, they're top, the top five defensemen on this team would be better than the top five defensemen in, in probably the bottom third of the league right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. All right. I just wanted to say that up front. So this 2008 Canadian team, um, they were led. They Kyle Turris uh, led the way in goal scoring, uh, four goals, four assists, eight points in seven games in this tournament. Um, they also had this guy named Brad Marchant there, four goals, six points, and then another guy named Claude Giroux, two goals, six points. Some kid named Steven Stamkos. <laughs> this thing is only five. He had a, co- no a goal and six <laughs> points. Another guy named John Tavares. He had four goals and five points. Uh, and, I mean, let's just talk about the blue line here. Um, so we're going to start off with, with stud NHL defenseman Josh Godfrey. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, God. The worst of the group. Just right. eight uh, but, no, so, so uh, Drew Doughty. Uh, four points on this one. Carl Osner was also on this team. Um, a player that didn't, another defenseman who really didn't play it. He didn't play a ton of minutes. PK Subban and Luke Shen were on this team. Um, other other forwards include Zach Boyachuk, Wayne Simmons. I mean, <laughs> Sean Mathias. You know, he's very pretty, very good NHLer. Um, you got Jonathan Bernier at. And and that along and Steve Mason, man, Both Steve Mason. Yeah, so yeah, this they won. Did I mention they won the gold medal? I said that oh, right. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> seriously, so like, it, let's say that there was an un, like I, I I can't put together the scenario, but you could in theory have what Marshawn Giroux and Stamkos followed by Tavares, Turris, and Simmons. Yes. And then Brandon is the, Brandon Sutter. That's the right setter, right? Am I thinking of the right setter? He still plays, right? For Carolina. Brandon Sutter's a no, he's in Vancouver now, right? Vancouver, yeah. Is that Brandon Sutter, right? Yes. My God, the third the third line center is oh, that's <laughs> wow. And then what? Dowdy and Subban, Hickey and Alsner? Yeah, you can make you can make it work with those guys, I guess. Bernier and Mason. That would be better than the than the than any expansion team prior to Vegas. Tavares and Stamkos, God, and Marshawn on the same team. <laughs> and you said they needed overtime. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Okay. And this is five. Uh, no, yeah. Okay, four. i just can't i can't believe it's gonna get better than that oh it will okay it will oh it will um number four so number four i and and so i i rank i rank i put this team ahead of that team be based off of the team that they beat again this it's going off of who they beat okay because that's like well so 2010 Team USA, the gold me- they won the gold medal that year. Okay. What what happened to my? Hang on, sorry. Nope, you're fine. I'm 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 getting there. My. My 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 screen 
my, my page just went away. I had it up and ready to go. And then it went away and it doesn't make me happy. All right. Okay. Now, here we go. All right. So Team USA, they went 3-0-1 in, in that tournament. And so in order to get to the gold, they beat Finland 6-2 in the quarters. Then they knocked off Sweden 5-2 in the semis. And then they played a game, um, Team Canada. And it took them overtime. They need overtime. They beat Team Canada in a wild one, 6-5, to five because, you know, hey – you score a goal, we can score a goal too. Um, you want to venture to guess who scored the game winner for Team USA? Um, I'm going to uh, defenseman Cam Fowler. Am I looking at the right team? 2010? Yeah. No, not Fowler, no. But he, he was on the team, right? I am looking at the right roster, right? Yes. Um. Chris Kreider. No. Derek Stefan. No. Why don't you just tell me who scored the game-winning goal? Game-winning goal, John Carlson. That was going to be my next fucking game. <laughs> John Carlson. Um, Norris Trophy. <laughs> A perennial Norris Trophy candidate, uh, John Carlson. Um, they they knocked off Team Canada. Now now real quick um, before I get into USA, here's who was on team on that on that Team Canada, right? Right. And this is why I ranked them so high: Jordan Eberle, Taylor Hall, Alex Petrangelo, Nazem Kadri, Braden Shin, Ryan Ellis, Travis Hamanick, Adam Henrique, Jake Allen, Martin Jones, and. Were, were your goalies? Oh. Okay. <laughs> and Marco Scandella, because we brought him up already on this show. So Marco Scandella gets brought up twice on this show. That's the team this 2010 American team beat. That's 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 impossible. And 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 like I said, that's one of the things I put I, I factored into to how I rated teams based off who who they beat. For for the gold for for the gold medals, okay, because or who they lost to, because clearly that that Canadian team that we just did at at five would likely beat this American team, but the fact that this American team beat this Canadian team that was just as good as the last Canadian (laughs) team (laughs) gets them a spot. Okay, I'm with you. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So um, they were led. So Derek Stepan, he was actually voted tournament MVP. As he led the way, four goals, ten assists. No, I'm sorry, no, no, he was scoring leader. Jordan Everly won MVP. I, yeah, because I felt Stepan should have got it because his team won, but whatever. Uh, I got you. Anywho, Everly won MVP. Stepan, but he he led the tournament, fourteen points. Um, also, Kyle Palmieri, a goal, eight assists. Um, Chris Kreider, six goals, uh, six goals and assists, led the way for goal scoring for USA. John Carlson, who I mentioned, scored the game winner for for USA. He had uh, seven points, four goals, three assists. Um, other players on his team: Tyler Johnson, that Tyler future Detroit Red Wing Tyler Johnson. <laughs> I mean, it just seems inevitable that he's going to be a Red Wing, doesn't it? Doesn't it just seem inevitable? Yeah. 
I'm sorry. Side note. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. you're fine. Yeah, five points for Tyler Johnson, three goals, two assists. Jake Gartner, um, he had three assists, three points. Jason Zucker at two goals. Cam Fowler, two assists. Um, Jack Campbell uh, play, played three games, but they were <laughs> Mike Mike Lee was was their number one goalie that year. And uh, who can forget the great Brian Lashoff? That's right. Don't you two care assists. Yeah. Don't you I mean, care? I mean, again, like, and a, a lot of good players on this USA team, who, a lot of players who went on to have, or, who are still having uh, excellent, excellent careers in the NHL. But... I mean, Johnson, Kreider, Palmieri, Stepan, and Zucker. That's as good as, I mean, that's a top, that's yeah. a top five. Yeah. I mean, but, really you know, topic. they're going against Hall, Everly, Petrangelo. And <laughs> well, that that's the thing. Defensively, you know, the top three defensively of Gardner, Fowler, and, and Carlson, that's really damn good, too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that that's that wild 6-5. Um, I remember watching that game because this, this was because I remember this specifically because this was the first year that um, NHL Network broadcast world juniors okay and so i didn't have to like search like search and watch crappy feeds on the internet of, of hockey games i could actually watch it like on 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 my on my on my t on my huge tv that i just loved that was like immediately outdated within like two years yeah. <laughs> you know technology right exactly but and and i I'm, i was watching the gold medal game and when and when they scored that overtime winner, I went banana. I don't, I just, I just don't know if I could muster. I think I, I could, could enjoy it, but I just don't know if I'd be able to, I don't know, maybe in the heat of battle in a championship game, muster the same, like go bananas, you know, I don't yeah. know if I could get there, but still really interesting. All right, so it's crunch time. We're in the top three now. Yes. It's more fun than I actually expected. <laughs> See, I told you, like, once once, once you get into it, it's like, oh, man. you know. I mean, I didn't doubt you, but it's still more fun than I still expected. Well, you know, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm here for the fun. Uh, as soon as I, I – there we go. Okay. Now – this really, I'm sorry, just like just scrolling through because you know, Wikipedia actually has all the rosters one after the next, after the next. This is like this would be your draft prop in a way. Like, you know, how I was talking about, you know, there's the NHL, you know, in, in, in football, you get college football, and college football does such a great job of preparing you for the names that you're going to see. Yeah. You just scroll through, and like, you know, this, 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 the, the Swiss team had. Roman Yossi, Lucas Pisa, um, Nino Niederreiter, um, and Nino Niederreiter. Like, just that's where you're going to see names. You know, that's that's where these names come up. You know, the the, the Swedes had half two thirds of their roster and made the league. If you wanted to see guys before they make it to the league, this is the tournament to do it in. This is why I tell. This is why I try to tell you, man. This is the, yeah, this is the tournament to do it in. All right, so. So number three, number three, the number three team will be as much as I, this is where it got tough. This is, this is where it got tough because I, I had to make cuts and had to make decisions and 
I wasn't super thrilled, but again, try not to be super biased, right? Sure. Number three team, the 2015 Team Canada. Okay. Now they went they went four and zero through the prelims. Um, they kind of ruined my New Year's Eve that year by beating US, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> kind of put me in a little bit of a sour mood. But so here's here's what they did. Um, in the quarterfinals, they beat Denmark eight nothing. Then in the semis, they beat Slovakia five one. Then in the gold medal game, they beat the Russians five to four to win the gold medal for the what is it? Their fifteenth or hundred and they won the gold. I don't know. However many times Canada's won the gold. This, yeah, this is their sixteenth title at, at this at this time. Um, two thousand fifteen team. You ready? <laughs> Just run down the entire roster. That those was. Are you kidding me with this? All right. So, uh, Sam Reinhardt is a three way tie for a point leader for that team. Sam Reinhardt had eleven points. Nick Patan had 11 points. I think this is the first and final time we're going to mention Nick Patan on our show. 100% right. <laughs> um, and then they had some 17-year-old kid on their team um, who put up 11 good. points. He was not very good. Yeah. We're still we're – still, well, we're still trying to wait and see how he pans out in the NHL. Right. Who knows, man? He could <laughs> still get some time to turn it around. Yeah. Uh, Connor McDavid, 11 points. Uh, now Max Domi had 10 points in his tournament, five goals, five assists. Anthony Declare, he had eight points, four goals, four assists. Uh, current Red Wing, Robbie Fabry had six points in this tournament. Braden Point, Josh Morrissey, Jake Rutanen. Ah. Oh, man. Uh, for, former Red Wing, Madison Bowie. Uh, Joe Hicketts, another former Red Wing prospect. Uh, also defensively, you had Shea, Shea Theodore there defensively for that team and Darnell Nurse. Just... I, so I can't guarantee that I've seen every one of these players play an NHL game. But what I can guarantee you is that I have played, put them on a roster in NHL 20. Yeah. Like, like Nick Patan right now is – is on, I think, Winnipeg's roster because they are, you know, it's, you know, you don't know the the youngsters that they're going to put in. Yeah. Um, Nick Reed, I mean, serious. I, like, and he's the only questionable one. Like, Curtis Lazar, like, Lazar played big for Ottawa in that, um, in the, um, uh, the, their cup run. I think, I think that, that Curtis Lazar, when they yeah. lost to Pittsburgh, was, was in their everyday roster. Um, Samuel Moore, I think, pl- I, I know played in, I, I mean, this is Dylan Hetherington is one of the few ones that I question. I think he's with Dallas now. I think it's, I think Dylan Hetherington's in Dallas and he's probably the least known name on this. This is an, this is an, this is unbelievable. Yeah. It's a good, yeah. This it's is a, a good group. team. Yeah. It's, it's a good team. Even point McDavid. That's yeah. all right. Get you're, after it. Yeah. Get you're going to win some games. Man. You're going to win some games. Yeah. Um, so the, the other team I was, I was looking at 
So before we get into top two, um, honorable one of the honorable mention teams, the 2017 gold medal uh, team USA, they beat Canada five four in a shootout. Uh, a couple no- the noble players from that team, uh, Clayton Keller, uh, Jordan Greenway, who's in Minnesota and doing really well. Charlie McAvoy, he had six points in that tournament. Uh, Troy Terry, he's yeah. with the Ducks. Yeah, he had four goals, three assists, and he scored the shoot the the game winning shootout goal against the Russians and against the Canadians. Really? And yeah, the same move. <laughs> the, the same move. <laughs> I feel like that's something that I know from something that you've said on the show. I believe you've discussed it. Like because because we, we, we they beat Russia, they they beat Russia. Um, yeah, and and I think it was it was. Hang on, let me let me look and make sure that I'm because I don't want to speak wrong. What year did you say this was again? I'm sorry, it was seventeen. Yeah, yeah, they beat Russia in a sem- in a semis. Four three in a shootout, and like he he deked and went five hole on, on the goalie, and and then in the gold medal game against Canada, went to shootout again, and he did the exact same move. Like I was watching the game live, like so, because like I am I was at work. I vividly remember this because this is just how my brain works, right? Like sure. I was at I just got off of work at at B Dubs and. And the game was going in overtime. I was like, well, I'm not leaving. I'm going to finish watching this game before I go home. Had right. the sound on and everything. And people like were like legitimately getting into the game. Like no one knew what it was. They were like, oh, like, oh, it's you. It's oh, it's USA. Okay, yeah, we're, we're playing Canada. Oh, well, screw them. Like, yeah, go USA. Because that's sure. all it takes, right? In international competition, it's just, oh, it's us versus them. Okay, yeah, go us. And yeah. when 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 they announced Roy Terry was taking a shot, I said he's gonna deke to the backhand and he's gonna go five hole. And then he went, and people were like, "Oh, what do you mean?" I'm like, "He's gonna deke on his backhand and go five hole. That's what he's gonna do. That's his move." That's and then what does he do? He goes and deeks on his backhand and goes five hole. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and everybody was like, "Holy shit, you called it!" I'm like, "Well, yeah, like I, he did it the last game. He did it two nights ago." <laughs> Like, like he literally he did it. I watched him do it last night. <laughs> he did it last night against Russia. <laughs> but I mean, so that's that's a team that as it really pained me to to leave them off. Um, but I did. They don't have a lot of as of this point. That's it's the top flight talent that they lack. Yeah. Like pretty much every team we've said probably has a top ten to fifteen player. I guess I guess Shelly McAvoy is there, and Adam Fox could maybe get there. Yeah, but they're you know and Clayton Keller is a fine hockey player, but like there's that's I can understand how they they make the honorable mention because yeah, you, you don't that. have that player that jumps out at you that goes oh right. yeah that you know. Yeah, no, I, it's that's good work by you. That's good. That's good work by you. Yeah. So, so again, that was my non-bias right there. Yeah. See, told you I'm not biased. No. Yeah. All right. So our top two teams, the top two, coming in at number two, it really, it legitimately hurt my heart to put the to put this team at two because I didn't want to. I wanted to put them out number one. Okay. But I, in the interest of fairness, I couldn't. I just could not. Good for you. Um, so the team that's at number two is 2013 Team USA. Yeah, now they went two and two during the prelims. 
nothing too flashy, you know, not, 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 not a terrible tournament, but you know, not, not undefeated, which, you know, you, you can't win them all. Right. Um, so they didn't get a first round by, but what they did do is in the quarterfinals, they beat the Czechs seven, nothing. And that set them up for a semifinal matchup against Canada. They beat Canada five to one. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna just list off the that some players on that Canadian team. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, he had 15 points that tournament. Jonathan Huberto had nine. Mark Shifley at eight. Ryan Strom at six. Jonathan Druin had four. Uh, Ty Ratty had three. Ryan Murphy had three. Xavier Olet, you know, Red Wing great, three points. Morgan Riley, three points. Dougie Hamilton, two points. Uh, Griffin Reinhardt had had one point. Uh, they had Jordan Jordan Bennington in that. Oh, also they had a seventeen year old Nathan McKinnon on that team. Thank you. I thought I was looking at the wrong team for a minute. Yeah, Jeez. No. <laughs> yeah. No. And uh, the and Ma- Malcolm Subban was was their primary was their primary goalie for for that for that Canadian team. So I mean, you know. A pretty damn good roster, especially. I mean, you, the blue line for God's sakes. Yeah, but this this American team man had some talent to it. <laughs> oh, they oh did they ever? This American team had some talent to it. <laughs> My God, uh, they so the Americans, the gold medal winning Americans. Uh, they they were three players were tied for uh, for the point lead with nine points. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau. Seven goals, two assists for nine points. Jake Truba, four goals, five assists, nine points. Uh, former Plymouth Whaler JT Miller, two goals, seven assists, nine points. Um, I mean, right there, I could stop right there, right? Those those three guys are just you go, oh, okay. How does it yeah. get better? Well, I'm going to tell you. Alex Galchenyuk is also on the team at eight points. Um, possibly my my the person who was quickly taken. Coming for PK spot, number one spot is my favorite defenseman in the NHL, Seth Jones, uh, seven points on this with this team. Vinny Trocek had six points. Um, YouTube sensation Riley Barber was on his team. He has six points. Um, if you you follow Riley Barber, he's on Instagram and TikTok, and he does all the stick handling drills and trick shots and stuff. He's a really talented guy. Just did, It just didn't work out for him in the NHL for whatever reason. And he's a Red Wing now. Yeah. Riley Barber, I, Steve Eisman signed him to the Griffin, right? Isn't he a Red Wing? Okay. Is he? Yeah, I think Riley Barber's a Red Wing now. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah, he is, yeah. Currently the short Red Wing. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, because he's from Livonia. He's from the mean streets. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, you know. But I, I saw your thunder because there's still Jimmy Vesey, yep. NHL player. Mm-hmm. Rocco Grimaldi, NHL player. Ryan Hartman, NHL player. Shane Gostaspair, NHL player. John Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And there it is. (laughs) Sean Rally. So, real quick, John Gibson's numbers in this tournament a 136 goals against and a 955 save percentage if you need him. God. By the way, they beat Sweden three to one to win gold. Oh, the Swedes. Sweets, sweets. Anybody, anybody, anybody on that Swedes team? Swedes. 
Uh, I can pull them up real quick. Uh, no, I got them. I might, uh, Victor Everton, probably Philippe Forsberg. No wonder why they work so well together. They've played together since June. Yeah, right. yeah. Ricard Raquel, Elias L- Lindholm. Victor Rask, William good. Carlson, yeah. Jacob De La Rose. Yeah, they're okay. Alex Winberg. The problem was no good def- – I mean, I shouldn't say no good defenseman, but no no big-time grade-A defenseman here. Yeah. Christian Juice is, and then Robert Hag are probably the two most – Notable. Notable, Yeah. They had Nicholas Lundstrom, but he was a goalie. Not Nicholas Lundstrom, who would have been very helpful, I'm sure. Wow. Good for the Americans. Okay. I like this American team. Yeah. I mean, a very good team. Very A very entertaining team to watch. Now, the number one team, um, again, this is my, my – my, in my opinion, the number one – world junior team of the last 20 years is the 2005 team Canada. Okay. Um, now I brought up now they beat 2000. They beat the Russians that year and the Russians, they, they, they were, they were on this list. I mentioned them. I mentioned, we mentioned the great roster they had. We're going to get into Canada's roster in a moment here, but first we're just going to, so they, so Canada, this team, they went, hi buddy. I got I got a little visitor now. Nice. My, my, fr- my friend is here. So they they went four and oh and and prelim round. They you know they didn't lose. These and their goals for was 32. Their goals against five. I'm doing my show. I'll be out be down a little bit. Are you bored? Only five. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. F- <laughs> no other team. Only one other team scored more than 20 goals in this tournament, and that was Russia, and they scored 21. And you said they did that, and they're just the four, right? Just the four games? Yeah. That, yeah. God. I mean, well, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into why, you know, this team was so good uh, in the moment here. Uh, they, they beat Slovakia 7-3, then they beat Sweden 8-1, then they beat Germany 9-0, then they beat Finland 8-1. <laughs> that was the prelims. Like, hey, welcome. Um, so so they got a they got a first round bye, and so they so they beat the Czechs three to one in a semis. You know, the, the Czech the Czechs um they handled their business, they they did a great job of just hanging in there. They, 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 they should have gotten two points for a victory. Right, yeah. Uh, and then they were going to beat the Russians 6-1. to one. Now, this is regarded – now, Now this team, this 2005 team kicked off a five of, – of a string of five straight World, world Junior Golds for, uh, for Canada. <laughs> this was the beginning of it. Um now the 2014 Canada, they were on this list as well because they lost to to they, but they they lost to, to the Americans in a gold medal game. Um, so there's going to be some familiar names from that if you if you can remember all the way back to when we cut, when we did that team. But the player that led this team in scoring was a was a gentleman by the name of Patrice Bergeron. Mm. He was your he was your scoring leader, 13 points. Uh, five goals, eight assists, and then they had the Ryan Getz laugh. Uh, I wish I had a bell so every every player I named that has won a cup, we can ring it. <laughs> uh, Ryan Getz laugh, three goals, twelve points. Jeff Carter, seven goals, ten points. Um, 
the now 17-year-old Sidney Crosby, Dang. six goals, nine points. Uh, Andrew Ladd, three goals, Dang. seven points. Corey Perry, two goals, seven points. Dang. Now, the player who the, – their top scorer from the, this, the year before was Nigel Dawes. He only had six points in this tournament. <laughs> He's still pretty good. Um, Dion Phaneuf, six points. Colin Fraser, five points. Mike Richards, where's my ding? Ding, sorry. Five points. Um, and then Clark MacArthur, he had four, he had four goals. Clark MacArthur did, um, Anthony Stewart, again, one of the leaders on the team from the, from the year before only four points for him because these other guys just started, got right, light up. Ice. <laughs> um, Brent Seabrook, three, three points, Brandon Coburn, two points, uh, Cam Barker, who had a very good. Good NHL career. He he got himself on a score sheet, and and only three games played. <laughs> this this team is ridiculous. Oh oh. Also also uh, they had another defenseman by the name of uh, Shea Weber. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> and Braden Colburn. Yeah, I I said him. You, oh, you just didn't think when I said it though. I've been marveling and just scrolling and like wow. Now it, it 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 clearly did not matter, and I can understand why. No, really, Jeff Glass and Regine Beauchemin, the netminder. Yeah, yeah, not really much there. But I guess when the other team doesn't touch the puck, you don't really need it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, when your blue line consists of Shea Weber and Brent Seabook and Braden Col- Colburn and Dion Phaneuf, Dion Phaneuf. Yeah, the other teams, you're probably playing more keep away than anything else. Yeah, yeah, you're living, you can live with that. Wow. I, I I see how they got number one. Yeah. I can see how they got number one. Yeah, yeah. My my complete unbiased opinion, I put them at, at number one because it was the right thing to do. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> Perry, Gitzloff, and Ladd. With Carter, Richards, and Crosby, and then Bergeron McCarthy. I mean, this is wow. Yeah, it's a good team. Yeah, it's a it's a who's who. Uh, yeah. Jeff, for I mean, for his trouble, Jeff Glass in the tournament, uh, seven games. Well, not seven games. Wait, no, that's not it. Whatever. Uh, he had he had um, a one forty goals against and a nine two two save percentage, and he lit. Surely, no, he did have a very in 16 17. He played in 15 games for the Blackhawks. <laughs> that was his an, only NHL NHL appearance. Um, yeah, so welcome. <laughs> wow, yeah, so so that's 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 the list. That's my list, my completely unbiased list. Uh, Round of applause. Yeah, I said I'd be unbiased. And, and you know, the fact that you do have a Canadian team as number one does show your unbiasedness. And I, I, I mean, all the credit in the world to that. I mean, all, all the teams I, lift, I listed off, we talked about, you know, I mean, how who's better than that team? <laughs> you know, I mean, and do, just the sheer dominance of that team throughout the tournament as well. It's just, and, and, and we, we talked about the, the Russian team they beat. They I had I had their number nine on my list, and 
they had Ovechkin and Malkin. <laughs> well, they they you know, they didn't have a slouch of a team there for you know Russia was there weren't exactly a bunch of slouch bunch of slags there. They beat some really good teams and they sure. So I, I'm sorry, I, I I got I got lost in scrolling out. We're, it was a 2005 team, right? Okay. Yes, 2005. Yeah. Uh, so and then the Americans were really didn't have much. Well, yeah, some names here: Kevin Porter, who was really really good as a youngster, Drew Stafford, Ryan Callahan. I mean, they tried Alex Goligowski, Matt Hunwick, Ryan Sutter, Montoya. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, yeah, but but Montoya, his he his three thirty six uh, goals against and nine and nine oh three save percentage wasn't helping anyone out. Was it was it oh four that he was the player of the tournament? Yeah, the year before. Yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of Al Montoya's career in a nutshell. <laughs> year before, unbeatable. Next year, yeah, couldn't save a puck. <laughs> wow. Well, that's I mean just. Round of applause to you. I'll take my bow. <laughs> yeah, please do. I mean, that was wildly entertaining and well done, man. Yeah, see, I, 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 to, I told you it would, it would, you, you, you get invested in it. I, and I am, and I'm, I enjoyed that thoroughly. And I, I don't have a lot of issues with what you said. I mean, I was trying to go one at a time and, you know, just follow along, but still. Like, I can't really argue with you. And that that team that's really got 10 guys that probably played first-line minutes, I mean, Carter Crosby, Richards, Ladd, Gitzloff, MacArthur, Perry, and Bergeron. I guess MacArthur probably never played first-line minutes. But outside of that, I mean, that's nine forwards that all had first-line minutes. How do you not? And yeah. Seabrook, Seabrook, Phaneuf, and, and Weber for sure were all top-pair D-men. I don't know if Coburn ever officially was a top-pair guy. But, I mean, how do you go anywhere else besides where you win? That's – that's some good work, and that, and, and that is a hell of a good team. Yeah, you know, and you know they they have four four of the top ten goal scorers in the tournament were 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 on Team Canada, and you know you, you have Ovechkin and Malkin mixed in there, and Drew Stafford for the U.S. Radislav Oles for from the Czech Republic, he was in there. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But you know that's pretty much you know I, I, you you look at the other uh, the other the other standout players in this tournament and it's just there it's it's a very much a like, like you, you you see where the talent is what is like and I haven't been noticing but but like what are the Swiss and Germans doing in this tournament you got you got to fill out the roster I guess so fill out the bracket right. Well, I mean, well, here's the thing. Also, like before you throw too go too hard on it, uh, the 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 U.S. did lose to Belarus in this tournament five to three. Oh, in the, in the prelims. Oh, well, that's <laughs> that's that's not good. No, but they beat the Russians five to four. That's impossible. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, none of these names do anything. Oh, Andre Kostitsin. Oh, the Kostitsins. Yeah, there you go. Those would have been the two Belarusians, Bela, Bela, Belarusians. The, those guys would have been the best two guys there. Wow. Again, round of applause to Walt. That's yeah. a good, good work <laughs> by you. Kept it entertaining. Picked good teams. 
had everything in the right order, covered a, you know what? Maybe you deserve the most credit for it. You covered a wide swath of years. Like, I mean, that seriously, you hit 13 different, like a 13 year spread. Uh, yeah. What you had a Oh four and, and then 2017. Yeah. I mean, you clearly put in the effort, man. And that, that deserves around as much of a applause. Oh, thank else. you. Thank you, sir. Good for you, my man. Yeah, well, that, that's the list. That's a definitive list. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody, I mean, there should be no arguing with that. I'm sure you probably could if you really wanted to, but. No, don't let people argue with you. You're 100% right. All right. Well, with that being said, I, I think, I think we're done. All right. I think that's, I mean, I, I don't, I have nothing else to, to give or to offer. Yeah. No, I, I mean, that's. Um, Hockey's back. Yay. Right. Amen to that. It's official. So yeah. Um make sure no that nothing else nothing else uh broke here while while I was covering a list here. The the only thing just kind of while clicking and following along, um there is going to be a a taxi squad system in the NHL, kind of something that we had consistently talked about oh, yeah um four to six players um weaver rules would still apply to them if they want us under the ahl and the cap implications but basically you're going to be allowed to carry more players than kind of the typical numbers because again um it's going to be a covid thing where you you know, they're not they're going to try to do everything they can to not cancel class our games or postpone games, but to do that, you need to make sure that you have more players available. But that's kind of the only thing I think um, that I'm seeing here that's worth adding that needed to be added, I should say. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, we, and like you said, we kind of figured they were going to have to do something like that. Right. The, um, the, the, the standard uh, 23 was not going to get it done. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't see how you do it. Yeah. Well, with that being said, um, we will be uh we're actually we're we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take some time off here yeah um it's the holidays it's christmas so we're, we're gonna enjoy our holidays with well i don't not i don't know we're just gonna <laughs> virtually with people i, I don't know. yeah you know that's, who knows what holidays are gonna be like yeah so everyone hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed our show this week um and if you did like us, like and subscribe to our to our podcast. We're on Spotify, um, Google Podcasts. Sorry, I'm I'm watching the Saints not give the ball to Alvin Kamara in the red zone right now, and it's irritating me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I drift I can off. See how that would upset you. But anyway, um, I'm. Everyone enjoy your how. Ho- I don't even know what I'm saying. Everyone enjoy your holiday. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Ramadan, whatever it is you're celebrating. Um, All those things. Yeah. Um, to you and yours from in the box, happy just holidays in general. And as I say every week, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out and do stuff, don't be a dick. Yes, I love that. It's my just, favorite, it's my favorite you know, Yeah, just don't be a dick. Be cool. Yep. Alright, with that, I'm Walt. I'm Thomas. And we are out.